Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to Zen Spirit with Paul James Caden. And of course, that's me, your wonderful host for this show. If you've uh, followed my other show, The Spirit Side, welcome back and thank you for tuning in and listening. Uh, I thought it was really time to retire The Spirit Side. I did, did so uh, a couple of times in the past, but I, I brought it back. For those of you who may uh, be new to this show and, and new to what I'm doing. Uh, but I really feel it was time to, to put that old show to rest because the subject matter was getting increasingly harder to come up with in that format. And it always seemed to be a show that kind of uh, painted itself in a corner because of the way the subject matter would, would flow. And I wanted something that would be open to a lot more topics, uh, a lot more diversity, and uh, even open, open, open up itself to uh, not always being so in-depth about things, but being more conversational, kind of like a talk radio show. So that's where we're at. Here we are with episode number one of Zen Spirit. And uh, if you're new to my shows, welcome. Thank you for listening. And we are going to be talking today about having yourself a Zen Christmas. And I really wanted to get the first episode of this new show out before the holiday. I always love doing holiday shows. And uh, boy, this is really a year to put out something positive near the holidays because the world, uh, the country here in the United States is definitely uh, in a place where a lot of people are feeling angry, they're feeling depressed, everybody's divided politically, racially, religiously. I mean, it, it's, it's just a really difficult time to be on planet Earth right now for a lot of people. And uh, there's a lot of folks that are worried about the holidays. They're wondering if the holidays will ever be normal again. You know, or this last year nobody got together. This year we're getting together with family members and friends again. And a lot of people are wondering how that's going to go because, you know, we all have family members and friends who may be uh, a little too political or wrapped up in the conspiracy theories and they always look for the opportunity to interject those um, subjects, you know, uh, at the dinner table and uh, turns a holiday of fun into a holiday of arguing, bickering, and sometimes people never speaking to one another again because of the differences of opinion. So we're going to talk about in this show how to have a Zen Christmas. Now Zen is all about peace having balance in your life, having peace of mind, being comfortable with who you are, uh, where you are, and just living with mindfulness, living in the moment. Not taking, uh, you know, the things of this world so seriously, you know, clinging to, you know, outcomes or opinions. It's certainly being detached from the negative energies, the negative emotions, the negative 
reactions to outside stimuli. So how can we do all that? How can we have a peaceful Zen Christmas if we might be surrounded by argumentative family members or friends or even if we're by ourselves? Maybe uh, we don't have anywhere to go. We're spending the holidays at home by ourselves. How can we have uh, a peaceful Zen Christmas or peaceful Zen holiday uh, when we're feeling lonely or like nobody is there for us or nobody cares? Well, we're going to talk about some of that as well. And uh, I, I really went through a list of things. And some of these are, you know, old suggestions we've heard in holidays past. But it, it's still valid, good information that really pertains uh, especially now in 2021. And some of it might be a little new. Some of it, uh, some of these suggestions are going to have a little bit more of a spiritual or uh, kind of a uh, Zen uh, flavor to it, if you will. So getting right into it, how can we have a peaceful Christmas? How can you have yourself a Zen Christmas in 2021? Number one, and this is an oldie but a goodie, leave politics outside the door. Let people know, especially if you're the one who's hosting the holiday gathering, that there's going to be no political talk. All of that stays outside the door once somebody enters. All the conspiracy theories all of that kind of thing that causes division and arguments and, uh, you know, people really getting into it with one another. That's the first law of your home. You, nobody is going to interject these subjects into the conversation. Everyone is there to try to have a good time. Everyone is there to try to have a nice holiday. Some people might feel a little awkward because there's other relatives or people there that they don't necessarily like, but they're trying to make the best of it. Uh, so why make things more awkward, more difficult, and spoil everyone's holiday by bringing up these uh, very argumentative, very tense subjects that never ends on a positive note? or people just agreeing to disagree. So again, this, this is your house. If you're hosting the holiday, that has to be rule number one. No politics, no conspiracy theories. And if you hear it, you're, you're just going to shut it down. If you're not the one hosting that type of thing, uh, you know, the holiday you have the right to pass on the subject. If someone asks you, you just tell them you're not getting into those subjects. You're not going to talk about politics. You're not going to talk about conspiracy theories and you know all of that type of thing. Everyone else can if they choose to. If you're in someone else's home and you don't have any uh, real control over the environment, well, you have control over your personal environment. You have the choice to make whether you want to join into those conversations or whether you don't. And whether you agree or disagree, it's always best to just center yourself and don't get involved because 
Uh, with those kind of conversations, generally, there are no winners. And if the whole holiday gathering gets infiltrated by that type of thing, and it seems to go on and on and on, you can excuse yourself early. You don't have to stay there and be in an uncomfortable situation where everybody's arguing or fighting or uh, bickering about politicians or politics or conspiracy theories. You have a right to say, hey, I have another engagement. Uh, I have something else I have to do. Uh, you know, I'm going to be going, you know, thank you for having me. Happy holidays, everyone. And just leave. You don't, you don't have to subject yourself to a long, painful argument of holiday where these kinds of conversations are ruling the day and making certain people, uh, perhaps unbearable to be around. Which brings up another good point. If you're the one hosting the holiday and someone wants to break that rule, someone just keeps wants, wants to bring up those topics all the time, you have the right to ask them to leave your home if they don't cease and desist with trying to bring up these uh, divisive topics. Now, that's a little awkward to, to think about, you know, saying, hey, you know, Cousin Joe, uh, I'm going to have to ask you to leave if, if you keep you know, trying to bring that up and, and you know, uh, pick arguments, you know, with other people in the room. And you don't have to be mean about it. You know, you shouldn't feel awkward. You have a right in your home to make the environment what you want it to be. And, you know, some people might say, well, that's not, you know, very spiritual or very zen, you know, to ask somebody to leave. You know, you're going to kick them out on, you know, Christmas or New Year's or, you know, whatever, you know, holiday you're celebrating. Uh, but that's not necessarily true either because you don't have to be rude about it. You know, you can be firm, but you don't have to be mean and rude, you know, to be able to say, you know, just in pretty much that temp that tone, hey, Cousin Joe, you know, I'm sorry, but this isn't something that we're going to talk about this holiday season. And, you know, if you keep bringing it up and being insistent about it, I'm going to, you know, have to ask you to, you know, leave or, you know, excuse yourself from the gathering because, you know, I don't want this to turn into another one of those holidays. And sometimes we might have to mentally and emotionally prepare ourselves for that because, you know, let's face it, every family has troublemakers and uh, we know who they are before they even walk in the door. So we may want to... Uh, mentally prepare to ask Cousin Joe to, uh, you know, leave if he's going to uh, be the one who uh, starts being inflammatory as he usually does. You know, there are people uh, who are that way. So we just have to, you know, be prepared that this is how we're going to handle that situation if need be. And number two, has to do with the holiday meal. Holiday meals are a lot of work. And there's usually the person who is cooking and serving and everyone else is just eating and, you know, reclining in the living room or the dining room or the kitchen. Uh, so one of the ways to have a more zen, peaceful uh, Christmas or holiday season is maybe have the meal catered or maybe take everyone out for dinner, save yourself the 
long hours of cooking and preparation. You could always eat out somewhere nice and then come back home for cake, pie, dessert, coffee, and everyone can, you know, congregate at that particular time, you know, in your home if you're hosting. So that's always, um, I think, a good tip because there's a lot of people that really put on a big spread and sometimes it can be really draining especially since last year, you know, practically nobody uh, got together. So first crack out of the gate, it might feel a little stressful. Uh, it might seem a little overwhelming to cook for, you know, 20, 30 people or how many ever uh, might be coming. So, you know, first year back, you might want to think about having it catered or taking everyone out to eat. But of course, if you go out to eat, make sure you're safe and it's a safe environment with, you know, cold and flu season and the new COVID variant out there, just, uh, you know, play it smart and take care of yourself and your loved ones. Our next tip for having a Zen Christmas, and I like this one, treat yourself to something that you want. It doesn't necessarily have to be something expensive. It could be the latest novel that you want to read. It could be a new coffee mug, a new coffee maker. It could be the latest DVD or Blu-ray of a movie you've been wanting to see. Just something that you enjoy. You know, sometimes on the holidays, you know, people have a tendency to spend money just to spend money. And when all the gift giving is said and done, uh, there's not a whole lot that's really useful or that you would actually want. Uh, so treat yourself to something that you look forward to. It's a way to, you know, lift your spirit, give, your, give you something to uh, kind of look forward to later on on Christmas night. And the idea here is to wait until everything is over with, everyone goes home or you return home and you have the thing you're looking forward to underneath your tree or, you know, wherever you might put your gift. And, you know, you just take a few moments to unwrap it, sit on your couch, read the first chapter of the new novel, listen to the album that you bought yourself, put on your new pajamas, make a cup of coffee or tea in, in your new uh, coffee mug, just something small that you take joy in because that's very important and you know that's also a very uh zen kind of thing taking joy in the small things doesn't have to be anything big uh, if you make a lot of money uh, and you want to get yourself a new flat screen tv or some such thing certainly have at it the idea is that you get yourself something that you enjoy, that you're really looking forward to, that you're going to use. It just puts a little sparkle in your holiday to know that, hey, when all is said and done, that special little thing that you got for yourself is waiting for you at the end of the day. And it's also maybe like a little reward uh, in being a good sport to getting for getting through uh, some of the challenging holiday gatherings. And that's also a great tip for the folks 
uh, who may not have any have anywhere to go. You know, no family members, uh, you know, no one uh, who's invited them for Christmas. You're going to be by yourself. Why not treat yourself to something that you're going to enjoy? I mean, in that particular case, why not get yourself several things you might enjoy? Get yourself the novel, the, the, the coffee mug, and the new pajamas or whatever, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, why be home and just say, well, you know, nobody's around, so I'm not going to put up any decorations or have any gifts. No, you know, be good to yourself. Give yourself something to look forward to. Have your own little celebration. And the next tip for having a Zen Christmas really, really kind of melds into this. Because the next tip is practice prayer and meditation. You know, whether we're going somewhere for the holidays and we're just feeling stressed out or depressed or whatever the case may be, or maybe we're just by ourselves, we have nowhere to go. Meditation is a great way to just relax and connect with ourselves connect with the divine, connect with the moment. And then, of course, prayer. You know, I've said uh, probably hundreds of times on my old show that you might be surprised how good a conversationalist or company God is when you just sit and talk to him. A lot of people, especially here in the West, we have this notion that uh, prayer is just rattling off this litany of desires. God, give me, give me, give me, give me, help, 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 help. Uh, but, you know, we can talk to God just like we would talk to a family member or a good friend. And the idea here is not to just keep talking and talking and talking, but occasionally pause like you would, even if there was a person sitting across from you or next to you, and just listen. Listen with the inner ear. What thoughts, intuitions, little visions or inspirations, you know, come to mind or seem to just jump out of your, your, uh, your heart where you feel inspired, you know, because this is the way uh, many of the mystics of old would say that God talks to us. So talk, but then also listen. What are you hearing? What is that little inner voice saying? What are you feeling? What are you feeling led to do? What images or inspirations or intuitions? Those things are important because that's the divine answering us back. And you might be surprised when you do that little exercise how not alone you start to feel, how uplifted you start to feel. You know, I had uh, a Christmas or two in the past where it was, uh, by and large, me and God and not a whole lot of people around, uh, really. And I can look back on those days and, and honestly say they were some of the best Christmas moments of my life because of the inspiration that came to me, because of the unconditional uh, just heavenly love that I felt filled and surrounded with 
Um, it's a feeling uh, money can't buy. And when you experience that, you, you really do look back on it and say, geez, that was supposed to be one of the hardest and most loneliest times of my life or one of the most stressful times of my life. But now in hindsight, I look back, it was one of the most wonderful, inspiring, or beautiful times of my life. So talking to God and listening with the inner ear is a great way to have a very spiritual, peaceful, Zen Christmas. And of course, if you couple that with meditation, just sitting in the silence or following in your breath, breathing in and out for 10 or 15 minutes, uh, I'm sure that will uh, bring you a very Zen state of mind uh, wherever you happen to be. Or whatever you're facing this holiday season that might be uh, stressful or lonely or whatever the case may, may be at the time. The next tip, uh, again, it's kind of practical and it's an oldie but a goodie, but I, I think it fits into uh, the last couple of treating yourself to something you enjoy, prayer and meditation during the holiday season, and then, of course, shutting off the news, whether it's on TV, whether it's on your phone or your tablet. It seems more than ever, most news is bad news these days. And the last thing we want during the holiday season is to turn on the TV or go on the internet and read more depressing, terrible things that are happening or dire predictions, you know, that are going to come upon us, you know, in the weeks or months ahead. So, turn off the news, even if it's for 24 hours, 48 hours. For me, I, I have the rule Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, I do not watch any TV, no news, no movies, no DVDs, no on-demand. Um, I, I stay away from just pretty much all electronics uh, on those days because I just try to... Um, you know, immerse myself in the spirit of the season, the spirit of the day, and uh, just really enjoy it. So, you know, that's another great tip just to keep a lot of depressing things from entering uh, your mind, your subconscious, you know, uh, your eyes if you're reading, you know, the news online. Just shut that type of thing down. And, you know, that also goes for social media. You know, don't go on social media and, and read negative uh, posts or even go on and read posts where everyone else is claiming they're having such a wonderful time, you know, when you're all by yourself or maybe you're with a group of people having a miserable time. Stay away from social media during the holiday season. Social media, uh, things like Facebook, I call it fake book uh, because... Uh, just about everything on there that you read uh, is fake. People are fake. They have make-believe online lives uh, that doesn't necessarily fit the reality of who they really are or what's really going on at that moment uh, in their day. So stay away from that kind of thing. Don't let it get you down like, oh, everybody else is having a wonderful time and I'm so depressed or alone or 
you know, uh, filled with anxiety or stress because the person who's posture reading and envying uh, just might be in a worse situation than you are. And, uh, you know, that might not be so far from the truth with uh, places like uh, fake book and uh, tick slop, <laughs> you know, <laughs> those kinds of, uh, you know, social media sites. So stay away from all that type of thing. The news, social media, uh, negative commentary on the Internet. Just leave it lie. You're much better off trying to do something that you enjoy. And, you know, that might go for uh, certain individuals, too, as we talked about earlier. You know, Cousin Joe, who always wants to start political arguments or, uh, you know, um, conspiracy theory, you know, arguments. You, you have a right to have a peaceful, happy life without having uh, negative or toxic people around if that's how they choose to be. And so just as much as you might leave uh, the news off or staying off the internet and social media during the holiday season, uh, you also may want to edit certain people off the guest list if all possible. If these people are constantly a challenge, they're constantly trouble, everybody leaves angry because of Cousin Joe every holiday, you know, don't let your uh, loyalty to, to family, you know, be a stumbling block in your life. If Cousin Joe can't uh, behave himself, uh, then maybe, you know, this year edit him off of the guest list. But that would be one uh, you would use only in, ex only in extreme circumstances if uh, Cousin Joe is really, really bad. He's in the door 30 minutes. He's completely plastered out of his mind. He's looking to fist fight with people in the front yard. You know, <laughs> he, he's getting violent. He's getting, uh, you know, uh, very argumentative, yelling, screaming. Yeah, th that might be the kind of person you might want to reconsider. Uh, do you really want to put up with that again? Do you have to put up with that again? And the answer, absolutely is no, you don't have to. And uh, that bleeds into our next tip, which uh, really is married to the negative news and, you know, social media and, you know, Cousin Joe <laughs> type of thing. And that is keeping the negativity out of your holiday. Whether it be people, whether it be uh, the news, if you're invited to go somewhere for the holidays, that you've gone just about every other year and it always turns out bad, you don't have to go. You know, you have the right to change your plans. If you're coming home every Christmas for the last, you know, eight, ten years uh, and you feel depressed, you feel angry, uh, you go to bed and cry yourself to sleep because, you know, Aunt Charlene... Uh, done it again, you know, she, she upset you terribly with her insults or whatever, you don't have to expose yourself to that type of thing. So whatever is negative, keeping the negativity out of your holiday uh, is most important to having a Zen Christmas. 
And that's the, the most important thing to remember is that you are a human being. You have rights. You have a right to make a decision. You're not subject to everyone else's whims and insults and plans or whatever uh, you know they, they want to do. Because that, that's, that's a real problem in our world today, more than ever. Everybody really thinks they can do just whatever they want to do or say whatever they want to say, no matter how ugly or how hurtful. You know, everyone looks to dominate everyone else. Everybody is, uh, seems like they really want to be the, uh, the alpha male or the alpha female. You know, everybody just has this, well, not everybody, but a lot of people just have this chip on their shoulder. And then we, as people who try to live a more peaceful life, uh, for some reason, we feel awkward about saying, no, I'm not going to do that, or no, I don't have to listen to that, or hey, you know what, you need to stop saying that to me. You know, we feel strange if we say, hey, this year, I'm not coming, because it always turns out the same. If, you know, Aunt Charlene or Uncle Ted is there, it, you know, it always, always ends up the same. I come home, you know, Christmas night, I'm always upset. I'm always angry. This year, I'm sorry. No. You know, we, we feel weird taking a stand for ourselves, uh, doing what we feel is right for us, but we shouldn't. Because we have to think about it. Everybody else is saying or doing whatever the hell they want pretty much all the time. So why shouldn't you? You know, why shouldn't you be able to preserve your inner peace, your balance, your happiness by staying away from people or situations that are just going to pull you and everyone else down? And naturally, people, you know, sometimes we're afraid they're going to argue, they're going to fight, they're going to, you know, start making our lives miserable because we're not abiding by their wishes. But we just have to learn to take that stand to say, no, you know what, uh, this year I'm, I'm not doing that. This year I'm not going to let that happen. And again, you don't have to be angry or negative or, you know, sit there and scream and yell at somebody. But you can just make up your mind of, you know, what your holiday is going to be and just live that truth. Make that decision. You don't have to expose yourself to anything or anyone that's going to be detrimental to you in some way. And the very last tip for our show for having a Zen Christmas, and this is my very own Zen tip, and that is remember what the holiday is all about on the spiritual level. If you're a Christian, Christmas Day is a time to remember the birth of Christ when he brought light and salvation to the world. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, you know, you may want to, you know, remember what the uh, the festival of lights is all about, why those candles are being lit. If you're celebrating Kwanzaa, you might want to remember what that celebration is all about. 
And then there's New Year's. What is New Year's about? Is it about getting drunk and yelling Happy New Year, you know, at, at 12 o'clock at night? No, it's about new beginnings. This is why people make New Year's resolutions. There's always a deeper spiritual, moral, or ethical reason well, you know, not necessarily ethical, the, the words escaping me that I want to use here. But, um, you know, there's usually a deeper meaning behind all of our traditions. So what are those deeper meanings? What do they mean to you? Is it just about having a big meal, spending a lot of money on gifts, uh, you know, drinking wine and, you know, getting drunk and arguing and fighting over politics and, you know, who wore the most expensive dress, you know, to Christmas dinner at mom's house. You know, is that what it's all about? Or is it about, is it about something greater? And I would suggest we all remember the something greater because it's those meanings, those traditions that are really getting away from us here in this country and in the world. We don't remember, you know, you, you talk to the holidays about people and they say, yeah, it's good for the kids. Oh, I can't stand Christmas. I can't stand the holidays. Well, why not? Oh, it's too commercial. Oh, it's all that money to be spent. Oh, it's all that work. Oh, it's going in debt. Why does it have to be that? Because secular society tells us that that's what the holidays are all about. We don't have to follow secular society. We can go inward and ask ourselves, what does this time of year mean for me? And then remember that and celebrate that and plan the day, plan the season according to that higher meaning rather than just the old secularized traditions of, you know, buying gifts and drinking and carrying on or whatever it is we do on that particular holiday. So remember and get in tune with what the higher meaning of the holiday is and what it means to you. Because that's really going to revolutionize your holiday this year and for years to come. Because you're going to start planning things differently. You're going to start seeing things differently. You're going to start feeling differently once you pull away from that secularized, uh, just you know, society at large idea of what, you know, the holidays are about. You know, the rest of the world doesn't have to dictate what the meaning of your holiday is or what the traditions of your holiday is, especially when the rest of the world uh, is pretty much heading for the, ed the edge of a cliff, uh, you know, blitzed out of their mind on holiday booze. You know, that's that's... That's not what you want to do. You don't want to join them in that. So, folks, I hope uh, you got a little something out of this show with some of these tips this year. I wanted to put out, uh, you know, a simple show for the holiday season, uh, just talking about maybe some ways where we can all have a better, more peaceful holiday season. Uh, this is going to be a podcast that is probably going to be about once a week. And uh, we have some deeper, more uh, meaty subjects coming up uh, in the weeks ahead. Um, this one was just, you know, the, the 
debut episode uh, for the holidays. And, uh, you know, I thought it would be a good thing just to share some Zen tips to making this holiday the best we can make it because there is an awful lot of stress going on in the world right now. So, again, I hope this show was helpful. I hope uh, some of the tips will help you have a very merry and zen holiday season. And I will talk to you probably probably after New Year's. Um, I don't think I'm going to do a show next week because it will be uh, New Year's, but we'll see. Maybe uh, I'll just feel inspired to do... Uh, you know, uh, something uh, simple or, you know, maybe a little more complex. We'll, we'll see where the wind blows. Anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, I'll talk to you in just a little bit here on Zen Spirit with Paul James Caden.